Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. We say to you on this, this 18th day of June. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning. You find folks in Alpharetta. 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 Do you still? All the way up, all the way up 400. Yeah. Well, not all the way, but. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, when you go up that way, yeah. <laughs> 400, man. What was it? What, what was the Moore's? What, what's the what's the one up there? Medlock Bridge. Yep. Uh, there is a Solomon Brothers up there. And shout out to Kelsey. Okay. Kelsey, who runs that one for Jaron? Jaron okay. hand. Jaron's usually down here at the, uh, the Tower Place location. Okay. okay. Kelsey, who just became a mama for the first time, she's running things up there. That's up near um, Town Center. No. 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 no, no that's no, more no, than that. No, this uh, is Medlock Bridge. This no. is this is where they are. Where this this exit is. North Point. North Point. North Point. There you North, go. North Point. Okay. Very good. Okay. Control of the board stays with Mr. Crenshaw. All right. All right. <laughs> you just playing that song, and I was thinking about, you know, who, was, who used to hang out on the sideline for Falcons games. You this know, was the fun days. Day. Jerry Glanville hanging, days. He, he, yeah, yeah, he and Holyfield. And <laughs> he gave, he gave Dion his, his end zone dance. Yep. Yeah. That's right. He, Dion he, stole he, it from Hammer and the boys. Yo, with, uh, with Coach Prime being in town this week. It's so. amazing that he – is associated with two sports in Atlanta. Do you ever think about that? And two sports figures. You remember how he got his Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the other thing. He is associated with Hank Aaron. Mm -hmm. Go look at baby pictures of of Hammer. And, of course, with the Falcons. That's not bad. Yeah, not at all. On the periphery. Yeah, spent a lot of time in this town. Kind of like Jane Fonda. Yep, yep. Well, (laughs) do too, right? (laughs) It's Sam and Greg here on this. Uh, listen, is the heat already start? Is this the last day of this crazy heat? No. No. Oh, no. Come on, man. You know what, though? It's, 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 it's getting a little bit of a break today, I think. So I'm going to try to get my, I'm gonna try to get my front yard in today, at least my front yard. But, uh, man, the, the, the rest of the week has been like, you know, it's been that, you know, after 10 o'clock, it's been this heat advisory. You know, it's just don't go out there in it. And, um uh, you know, we still get people who are out there competing in athletics. We talked about the high school seven-on-sevens and events that are happening. And hope you keep, you know, baseball uh, going on I, I uh, around the area. Uh, the youth leagues are, are playing. Keep those folks hydrated. Keep them hydrated. I talked with a, uh, a, a tennis instructor uh, who's been on the court every day, and he's out there in the middle of the day. You know, you know, and uh, nah. and but he says hey, we're keeping them hydrated, and he says nobody's he says nobody's complaining. He says, if anybody complains, they take a break. He said, but nobody's complaining. He's out there, yeah, out there with kids. He's got a kids camp, but they they just glad to be kids. Camp. Exactly, they, they, they run around. They, they, they run around. They're gonna play tennis and make sure you got that Capri Sun. <laughs> 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 break this. 
That's all. That's all you gotta have for them, man. You gotta have that for them, man. And that's they're good. Why are you laughing? Because I'm thinking back. I didn't play soccer, but it was we would pee wee football and baseball when yeah, I was coming yeah, up. Yeah, but but whatever kids are doing right now, as long as they got that Capri Sun for them, man, they're gonna be good. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. If you are uh, just joining <laughs> Sam and Greg here, we I mean throughout this show we've been having some fun. We've been talking about a number of things that have been happening in the sports world. Again, we're gonna get to um, what happened up there at 1060 Addison yesterday, and hopefully not. Today, if you're a Braves fan, but the World Cup, the, that's a big announcement that happened for this city and what this city now starts to do in preparation for that. This is Olympics-like, okay? And, and you know, the fact that they're coming here, it's going to be four years from now. Sam wants wider expressways. Whether we get them or not remains to be seen. The construction stuff that's got to happen to prepare this. I don't know what else you dare, can actually— Dare we do anything to, to, to the mass transit? Dare we do it? I mean— we got a mass transit that don't take you to Six Flags or Stone Mountain. I'm just saying. Okay, and in four years, it, what's going to be out there that's going to bring people? No, I, I understand what you're saying, and I'm yeah. cool with mass transit. You know, you poked at me a little bit this week there. <laughs> I think like I had a problem with it. This is a man who grew up who didn't need a car until I was over 20 because I took mass transit in Chicago everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about parking by Wrigley Field. I wouldn't pay no $35 for a game. No. <laughs> Get on the L, man. But you're right. There's going to be some noticeable changes or additions yeah. to this city in preparation for something like that, much like we had with the Olympics. Believe me, there's some people who are already in line. We have tried to get get, get Dan Corson at some point as a sports council. I'm sure his phone or the folks over there phone are ringing off the hook of people who are saying, what do you need? What do you mm-hmm. need us to do? People from from around the region are saying, what are you going to need? Like, like, you know, they had extra buses that came in during the Olympics. Right. Are you going to need extra buses? There may be somebody in, in Meridian or, or, or up in Tennessee or down in Augusta. I know some uh, family. Yeah, they're going to be bringing buses. folks. You're right, they're, from Chattanooga no, now. No, but I'm not, but it's bring the buses because you just need extra buses to move folks around. Now, now that's the thing. Who gets those contracts? Who gets those opportunities? People are already – even before the even before the announcement came, there were people lining up, wanting to be in, want to be in on this, uh, because it, especially if they missed '96, when 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 the Olympics was here and said, "Boy, if we had just done this, we would have this now. If we had just done this, there's another opportunity." Well, you know that, what I mean? Yeah, but you not know? the same. Not even. Hey, there's old Sam Mitchell. He he was one of the originals. He was. Yeah, talking, man. Talking about 10th anniversary. Yeah, Sam's oh. up on TV right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, but 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 I'm just. Those are those are different days, though. That was, well, well, it, was, it was a whole different city then in '96. Bill Campbell was dealing with different issues. Clinton was running things in the White House, and this city wasn't. It was it was on the come up to what it is now. It wasn't there though. I don't believe it was, and I was here in, right in the middle of it. I was tripping over to Today Show when they were down there in um, that park, not not Centennial Park. Where were they? Woodruff. Yeah, thank you. Woodruff they were they were Woodruff down there. Park, you know, but. But I mean, that's the thing. You 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 do you do have that because people came here in '96, and and a lot of them saw how good it was, and they, and they didn't, and said, "Hey, I'm staying here. Why don't y'all come on?" You know, especially <laughs> the folks from two states over. Right? right, they're not two states over, two countries over. No, there be people who, who came in, and that set the stage for why we are able to get this event here because people came from other parts of the countries where soccer was part of, the, you know, what what they did growing up. It wasn't right. a foreign thing. They've seen what has happened with Atlanta United, right? Yeah. You know, and, and so that's. All that is but part of what helped this take place this week. Um, that Atlanta is going to be included in this. Now, who else benefits? 
because we think about the things around the area that we get from the Olympics, some used now, some not. There are already some communities around this area who are big soccer communities. I think about a place like Dalton. I think about places like down in, in Fayette County. Um, Why? You know, but because because they already they, they're places where soccer has a, a, a great great hole. Youth soccer in they Dalton. Have a facility. I didn't know yes, that. Yes, yes. More than other communities. Dalton, Dalton was big time. That okay. And, Sam's and, eyes and, are popping out of his head when and, he said and, that. And, and, and probably the carpet folk might. I was going to say, you can like, put a carpet on <laughs> I'm just saying. Dalton has that organization that's ranked really high in the country yes. for okay, soccer. Okay, okay. Yeah. Again, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Right over my head. So I'm just saying no. that that I can see places like that, you know, maybe getting facilities, maybe having, you know, more hotels or something as people. Definitely more hotels, but but as opposed to the Olympics where there were, were a, a different venues that's why they are still there. It's one thing we're talking the, about the World the, Cup. The, the, the cement pond over at, at Whatever you Tech. want to call it. There, there are different venues being used for different <laughs> sports. The cement you pond got, where they built. You got one nice. sport they're, they're, coming they're, they're, here. They're, 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 yes. The pool over at Georgia Tech is 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 uh, top top shelf. NCAAs was over there, so that's a great place. I don't have the bell to when we hit 25-year-old references or not anymore. I used to have it up here, but I don't even know. The, 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 do you know what that reference was, Eric? Yeah, he's shaking his head. With no. the cement pond. Yeah, yeah you don't about, know what you're talking you know, about. You know about the cement <laughs> pond. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. You know. Uh, oh man. So, so, but, but that's you know, those are things you watch for to see what's happening. Just down in down in Clayton County, they put the the beach. Who knew there was a beach down there? Buckeyes where, got a beach. But I mean, you see the but, new TV show. But they, but they see the one they had down in down in uh, in Clayton County at the park where they had beach volleyball. So what are we that's saying? Still, that's still there. What do we? What do we? What do we? We're dancing around, I guess, a bigger issue here, and I don't think it's really relevant because we are already there. Having the World Cup makes that particular city an inter, a international city. Okay, we just call it that. It's an international well, we are, city. We're already there. That's what I'm saying. We're already there. Yeah. So what really need? They, they're coming here because we got pretty much everything, and there ain't going to be much construction going on at that airport. Anything Man. having to do with with Atlanta right then? Will be it's, taken it's a care reason of. to do it. It's a reason to do it. It's because reason, we can. Yes, yeah, a reason to do it. Well, the Olympics was a reason to do stuff. It wasn't like a whole lot of stuff was broken. Well, no, no, no. But, but, but the Olympics, Olympics were, we were on the come up then. Yeah, but the Olympics was the reason to go ahead and, and do those things and, and really bring the focus on the living back in town. The lofts that were just sitting there, some of them buildings were just sitting there. All of a sudden, they became places where you wanted to be. But the, you know? again, the Olympics, okay. And how much you pay to live in one of them joints now, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But the funny part about this is that when we talk about the Olympics, what we're talking about is not the 96 Olympics. It's the decision that was made in, what, 88? To come to Atlanta and what Atlanta was. It was either 88 or 90, one of those two in there. Yeah. And it was Maynard Jackson and it was Andy Young. Yeah, they did that, and and Hartsfield Airport. Yeah, because the Braves hadn't become the Braves yet, and the sports teams in this sound in this city, that was nothing. Shout so, out to, 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 to Billy Payne too. Billy I Payne mean, was, was there, there, and I'm sure know. Ted Turner had something to say about it. Here, was CNN was was was, you know, what it it was it was established at that point, but Atlanta hadn't have been, and for that news to happen the way it did before, all the stuff that we know about, take for granted now, wasn't in place. That was tough. I mean, nobody expected that dude to, to say, I was waiting for him to say Athens. Yeah. There was no way in the world Atlanta should have got the 100th Olympiad when it came down to Athens, Greece, yep. and a place that never had anything major before in Atlanta, Georgia. And that is complete testament to Andy Young, the 
and Billy Payne, as you said, Maynard Jackson, and that and that airport. Because I don't think that Greece, Athens, Greece, then could compete as far as putting people in and out of that city. Well, I went like there. Atlanta I went there in '04. They couldn't compete. Yeah, and you, I was going to say you yeah, went they, four they, years they, later, and they were saying they they would never have the Summer Olympics in a city that's that small again. You know, even though they are the home of it, it's just exactly. a small, it's just a smaller place. And the thing, the thing of it is, they we, we, we'll blow up a building in a minute around here. Yeah, we will. New. You know what I mean? Oh, we need something new. We Call. need that one round one at the top of the 85 there, just before Spaghetti Junction. They'll knock it down and put another one up made out of glass in a heartbeat around this town. Not so in Greece because of oh, the no, heritage yeah, and the history. Right. And, and that's the thing that gave them trouble during the Olympics. Everywhere they tried to build something, they were hitting something that was give the history, you know, Ar- right. Aristotle's outhouse or something. You know, we don't, we don't want to, we can't, we can't build on Aristotle's yeah. outhouse. What, what's wrong? Right? What's wrong? Oh, I want to picture what? Aristotle coming out of an outhouse. <laughs> we can't. Ta- no, look, look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. stuck in the bottom of his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Eric's over here shaking his head. But I'm just, that's really what it was. They, they couldn't go, I mean, they tried to pull a, 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 a rail system underground. They had to go around certain things. They weren't going to just tear that up because it was something historic, something to the, the lineage. And so it really slowed down. So you got there. There was a lot of stuff still being built, some things that were projects that were there. They just said, forget it. We're going to start. Y'all come down and light the flame and start playing because these buildings are just going to – they probably just knocked them over when everybody left. You know, so I'm just saying, we, 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 we won't – Hey, Aristotle, you sure to wash your hands <laughs> on the way out. That's another story. We won't get into that one either. Oh, right. you stupid, man. We got to talk <laughs> hockey next. <laughs> that boy's a Mar- Maurice over at the barber. I said, Sam, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, listen, it, you don't it's think fun Aristotle to talk about. Had an outhouse? You, what, what did you think Let me man, come back with that answer. What did you think the man did? That's what I'm saying. I never <laughs> thought about that. Now you got me thinking about them dudes back in the day climbing up to Mount Olympus and doing stuff. It's NHL Finals time right now, and Sean Belisian from up in Detroit is going to join us and bring us up on what we need to know. Get ready for Game 2 tonight. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Man, where's Barry Melrose? There's a slick back hair. You ever notice that? <laughs> this mullet. All those guys got slick back hair when they're doing interviews. <laughs> it's like they all just got out of the shower. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sam and I are talking about a feature that we uh, alluded to earlier in the show and we're going to get to uh, starting tomorrow. But basically, I want you to stick around the next segment. We are looking for those of you connected with uh, various city and county, you know, if you're a first responder or officer, captain, sergeant, whatever, and the police departments, we are going to help you fill out your help wanted needs. Yeah, yeah. And we've we're, decided uh, we're uh, just going to uh, do uh, that. At least we're going to try. We're going to try to. It's challenging time, but we, we, we want to try to help. And we got a guy we're going to start with tomorrow, and actually a friend of the show. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. And then we, But we need you guys to reach out to us and tell us who you are, where you are, what your needs are. And then, like I said, we will go for there. Go yeah. from there. Yeah. Anyway, it is, uh, man, man, you want to talk about 
hooking somebody that's never watched the sport before. Listen, you're not a hockey fan. You, you, you grew up in San Juan. You grew up in a in a warm region. You're Phoenix. Well, let me tell you something. You just go watch this first game. Yeah, and tell me do. what you think. Yeah, you And do. will it get you hooked into watching man, NHL action? Man. As we welcome Sean Belizean on here, WJR up in Detroit, Michigan, from the Paul W. Smith Show, six to nine. Um, he joins us. Good morning, <laughs> Sean. Morning, guys. It's more great way the series. It's really one of those things that you look at game one and you're like, boy, this thing could go seven games easy. So uh, great series. Okay, so now hang on. We got to stop right now, Sean. We're going to have our guy call you back real quick. And when he calls you, don't move wherever you are because you're kind of bouncing in and out. We want to hear everything you got to say. Yeah. So, again, I'll tell you real quick here. This is Sean Belizean. Sean works. You never heard of Paul W. Smith? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've heard him. I've heard of the show, but I've heard of him. He is, he, he, he is renowned. Yes. All right. And, very much. Um, very much. Our man Sean here works on that show, WJR. Like I said, it's mornings, Monday through Fridays from 6 to 9. And we didn't just reach out to, to some radio station outside of our parent company. Our sales director turned us on to him. Yeah, so we ain't yeah, going to get did. in trouble. <laughs> he, he, we're all Odyssey here, but he's some other station. But we want to make sure we get um, and we get Sean on here. I mean, really. And the reason I, I teased it the way I did was if you're ever going to watch a hockey game for the first time and want to get connected to a sport – that game one, yep, three to three goes into overtime, and the way Colorado got that win, um, it draws you in. Eric's going to give us a heads it up. It really does. But don't you say the same thing? Don't you say the same thing for when you take somebody to a game or you give them tickets and say, "Listen, I know you ain't," and we're not even going to talk about, you know, well, we'll just sports fans. Period. Right. That may. Right. Be ingratiated to one sport, never thought about going to that sport. It's not, hey, I didn't and, grow up watching and this. And they or go there and they it. go, woo. And they go to a hockey game for the first time and mm-hmm. they see the speed of it. You mm-hmm. got them hooked. Let's check again. Sean Belizean joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929The You in a spot you're not going to move, buddy? Yeah, I think so. How's this sound? That sounds great. Tell you're us great. why. Tell us why that first game sucked everybody in that was on the fringe of being a hockey fan. Well, to me, it had everything that, you know, I've always said football is king in this country, right? Make no mistake about it. You could be the biggest mm-hmm. hockey fan. You could be the biggest basketball fan. You could be the biggest baseball fan. But you have to acknowledge that football is king. And and I think one of the things about the game of hockey um, that, that I think a lot of people, if they gave it a try, they would see it has a lot of the attributes that makes football king. It's got the ferocity. It's got the speed. Uh, it's got the intensity, and if people, you know, really give it a chance, you, you'd see all those variables, and game one was exactly that. You you know, you had the speed of Colorado coming out and, and kind of taking, you know, control early and everything, and then the tenacity of Tampa, they came back, and they flipped the script, and, you know, you had to overtime, and you had the big hits and everything, and, you know, to me, of course, I'm incredibly biased because I grew up playing and, and loving the game, and now I've been fortunate enough to, you know, cover it at many different levels. Uh, to me, that's exactly what you tell people about this great game of hockey is take a look. Well, I didn't have to tell them. You could have watched it in game one. All of those beautiful attributes were there. It really was a memorable game one. Folks, we're spending time on the waitforit.com outline with Sean Belegian. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Sean P B A L I. Sean P 
B A L I. Why are you laughing? I was man? just. I love it when he get, that Canadian accent comes out of him. You always hear it when he says about. <laughs> I love that. You don't hear it enough. Go ahead, man. Sorry. Avs up one nothing in this series now. So you know you're going up against what really is a, a dynasty in Tampa. How do you expect them to come out and respond for Game Two tonight? But that's one thing that's been a mark about you know their run. They they just bounce back. It's it's incredible. I mean. Nothing seems to get them down. I'm looking at goaltender Andre Vasilevsky. I mean, this guy has been, in my humble opinion, I think a lot of people's opinion, the best goaltender in the game for quite some time now. So he didn't have a really good game one. Now he settled down and gave Tampa the chance to come back in, in, in that game, and they eventually did. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if Andre Vasilevsky uh, wasn't at his ornery best because uh, you know you could tell he was he was a little agitated uh, at, at his start. It was a very unVasilevsky start. But uh, listen, you got to give Colorado credit. I mean, Colorado weathered that storm. Uh, so many times you've seen Tampa come on like that and just leave somebody in their wake. Uh, Colorado weathered the storm, got the early winner in overtime so that's why you throw all these attributes together right Uh, so many people feel the same way that i do this could be an epic series when all is said and done sean belize joining sam and greg sports radio 929 the game 929thegame.com my question is kind of hard to ask because it was on the heels of the nba finals just ending we had a storied franchise whose home fan base is well known throughout the league when you go into boston garden it's going to be different than anywhere else and as you as you look at this NHL finals, I'm sort of torn. It's kind of an enigma going on here because I don't know if there's a home ice advantage to a team that's not been in the league that long. I mean, we're not talking about the Canadians or the Blackhawks or, 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 you know, the Bruins, if you will. Tampa Bay has only been here a minute and a half when you think about the history of this league, but yet they're coming off back-to-back wins. So having said all of that, is there a home ice advantage in this series? Yeah, I'm not so sure about that because, you you know, you've got a situation where, you know, you talk about Tampa and they've got the been there, done that mentality. To me, they play like a been there, done that. We can throw in every variable and we can throw in every measurable. And, and this is a team that just kind of marches to the beat of its own drum. Now, I will say this, that the Tampa area has become, you know, a, a big time rabid hockey base. It, it really has a... You know, I've had the opportunity to get down there. My brother lives in the Tampa area, and he he was like, it is incredible how many hockey fans there are now. It's it's loud down there. There's no doubt about that. Uh, But, listen, this is a situation right now where Tampa has to worry about taking a game and and maybe putting what could be a potential home ice advantage uh, to the to the test there because you know you don't you don't want to fall again to Colorado. I mean I I don't care who you are you don't want to fall on an O2 hole to anybody. Now give the Lightning credit they came back from that 2-0 deficit against Rangers in the last round. But I think Colorado's a horse of a different color and so anything that could help them out, including a home ice advantage, would be huge if you find yourself in that O2 hole. Spending time on the waitforit.com with Sean Belegian. We're talking hockey with him. Stanley Cup uh, finals going in. Game two coming up tonight. Uh, the Avalanche against the Lightning. Talk about the importance of uh, the guys in the pipes and uh, the play. Yeah, you always I mean, you always have your best, guys, right? 
No, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, everybody's going to talk about Vasilevsky. That's the way it is. But you got to give Kemper some credit. I, I thought he was solid. You know, he was a guy that he – it was his turn to look a little shaky – uh, in game number one, you know, Tampa went bang, bang, and you're thinking, here it comes, here it comes. But he settled down, and in turn, it settled down the rest of the team and, and you know, set them up for that dramatic win early in the overtime session. But you, you're right, you can't put a price tag on goaltending at this point in time in the season. I, You know, I know some people, well, goaltending isn't that important. I think you're out of your mind when you say that goaltending is is of the utmost importance and you know you've got a guy right now in tampa that again is considered the best in the game you got another guy that is hearing what people are saying that that you know that might be their achilles heel so to speak and on all of that so i I think if anything that fires the troops up hey listen while we got you here sean i want to talk about some of the other news that came out of the nhl this past um this past week, and big news about a decision the commissioner's got to make. This has got a kind of a connection to me personally because of his time with the Blackhawks, but he just recently left Florida. What's Gary Bettman going to do with Joel Quinville? Yeah, that's a really good question. I, I, you know, by all accounts, when they had their meeting, you know, they, they came to the agreement that it was best to step away. You know how things like this work. I, I think he's going to be a, away from the game for a while. How long is that while? I don't know. Um, will there be an opportunity again for him one day? I'm sure there will be. Uh, the question is, you know, if this takes a year, if this takes two, if this takes three years, is that something that Joel Quinville might want to do in two or three years? You know, I, it, it's odd because you don't know what the, I don't know the amount of time that's right. And, and Gary Bettman made a quote like that. He, he said, this isn't the right time. And, I guess my response to that would be what mandates and predicates the right time then? My guess is a couple, two, three years, and, and maybe they'll have a conversation at that point. But it's, but it's pretty hard to deny the job that Joel Quinville has done behind the bench in his tours of duty in the National Hockey League. Yeah, and I know Sam wants to jump on here. And for everybody else who doesn't know what I'm talking about, you need to go just kind of Google the story of what's going on while he was running things with the Chicago Blackhawks. He just left, like I said, the Panthers. He was that hair coach, but there was a internal situation going on with the Chicago Blackhawks that went on for years, and you know Quinville was there, and so he's kind of caught up in that hurricane. Um, but I wanted to get your thoughts on that before we let you go. Yeah, it, I mean it's a terrible tragedy. I mean that's one of those things that that everybody had heard about, but for whatever reason, it, it wasn't really investigated. You know, in, in, until a year or two ago, and, and then, you know, what was left in its wake, and rightfully so, they had to deal with it and everything. But, um, you know, I think Joel will get a chance again. The question is when, and the question is, you know, at that point in time, might he want to jump back in? I don't know the answer to that. Before we let you go, what's on the menu? Oh, you know what? That's a great question. You know, I, I actually have a, a – a pork butt in my smoker right now, so uh, I'm, I'm going with the pork butt, and I think I'm going to do some sausages up here. So that's um, a Midwesterner you know talking. That's a Midwesterner <laughs> talking. And the only thing he's missing is some brats. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, lots of pork on the menu today. I'm having a few friends over to watch the game tonight, and uh, it should be a dandy. That's for sure. He's bouncing between Canada and Midwest and about and all that stuff and two treat of boys. <laughs> He's at Bratwurst. Life in Michigan is pretty good today, right? 
Yeah, it is. A beautiful day, and I, I hope it is down there for you guys and you enjoy it. All right. Listen, Sean, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for the updates with the NHL Finals. We'll come back to you, see where we are next week. Uh, again, from uh, you got it. From Happy w- Father's Day, guys. Happy Father's Day to you, too. WJR in Detroit. The Paul W. Smith Show. That is Sean Belisian. He is called OHL, which is Ontario Hockey League. He is called NHL Games, and he is he is the voice for the NHL in and around the Detroit area. So, yeah. and we love having him on, man. And I can't hear that about enough. I like that menu he's got. He's, he's got some pretty. That's, a, that's another thing. You don't hear guys, people down here. What you having today? Uh, pork butt. Just like you don't hear that that much. Like, I'm having pork butt inviting Dick over. <laughs> and I watch the Bears practice. Sam and Greg, we're going to wrap things up here. Give our thoughts on today's matchups next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. 941 on this 18th day of June. That, of course, Tom Sawyer by Rush on Star 94. <laughs> Eric looks up like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I ain't got no. Yeah. How, how many stations is he going to plug in one day? I'm going to plug know, the man. ones right here under this umbrella. <laughs> I hit that one. I haven't had anything to say about um, WAOK yet. I'll tell you. What's up with Rashad? You know, Eric, one of the things that you missed that Sam and I used to do all the time, What's every that? Sunday. It was a thing that we did, and I miss it. I really do, Sam. You know what I'm talking about. But what did we do every Sunday when we got off the air? We got in the elevator, and you and I played a little game. We guessed a color on our way where? Yep. Down to check out uh, Larry Tinsley. Oh, yeah. He's not with him no more, is he? No, he's 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 just doing it from home. Yeah, he's just doing it from home. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Larry Tinsley... What, just clean. Just oh, what color suit do you have on? Oh, you? yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it would be the suit and the shoes and, 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 oh, man, the whole thing now. Okay. And so we had to guess which, which color you have. Yeah, and every and w- rarely right. Yeah. You know, because re- he had. But a, always impeccably done. I mean, just creases, just r- everything. That's why they call it Sunday best, right? <sighs> oh, man. Always clean. Sharp as a tack, clean as a whistle. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's him. We that's missed him. doing that without with him doubt, every day. I mean, he just, every time I see Larry Tisley, he reminds me of what one of the original Temptations would look like today. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I've only seen his pictures. Is he six foot tall? Because, you know, you got to be six feet tall. Yeah, oh, we got to be six feet tall to be a Temptation. Tall. Larry's yeah, yeah, a tall drink tall. of water. Tall, okay, tall all right. Tall guy. So all of that. He got, he got some Eddie Kendricks in him. Yeah. So very much, very anyway, much. Anyway, Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio 929 the game. Uh, we're closing up on the start of this parade for people who are celebrating Juneteenth in town. There are a lot of celebrations around in and around uh, our our town today. So it's one downtown starting from up at the Capitol Building, downtown Atlanta, uh, down to Centennial Olympic Park. That starts at 10 a.m. There's gonna be food and and uh, music there at the park uh, once they the parade winds through that. Also having a parade down in East Point. Uh, that's kicking off at 10 o'clock down in South Fulton. They're having at Wolf Creek Amphitheater, uh, having something down there, uh, including a kid zone today from uh, 1 o'clock until 9 o'clock in the evening. It's going to be kind of hot early, but that's going to go uh, both today and tomorrow, I believe, out there with all kind of things for Coach Do. We have a fireworks show tonight, and music, food trucks, uh, safe, safety village activities, bounce houses, face painting, all them things kids love to do. All part of the uh, South Fulton Juneteenth celebration. Think they'll be poor, uh, cooking pork butt? I don't know. They might. Or smoke you know, butt? They, 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 they going to say have, a pork butt? They're going to be doing that. It's going to be some smoke flying at some of these celebrations now. <laughs> believe me. Believe me. That will be happening today. 
Um, Everybody be safe and watch the heat if you're going to be out there too, though. Yeah. You want to be out there. You want to be a part of it. And it's you know who I got me thinking of when you yeah. think about that heat out there and, and people having to be out there in it? I don't know who's doing it. The guy who used to do it, his name was Lion. But them, them, them folks out there, of course, we always go to Herbs, but cooking barbecue outside today, got them big oh, yeah. you know, smokers out there. Oh, and yeah, now. You just see the smoke coming into the street. Yep. <laughs> you know, you're getting close to it. But having to be out there cooking all day. Yeah. We got out there doing it, out there doing it, out into it today. Braves are going to be into it today, too. The game's uh, 220 uh, today, and um, Kyle Wright is going to get the start. They're going to try to get back in the win column, folks, at the 14-game win streak. Snapped yesterday by the Cubs. Let's see which way those the flags are blowing in. Up at Wrigley Field That's, today. There's only one person looking at that. That's Kyle Wright. Yep. He's the only one on the Braves looking at that. <laughs> He's the only one that really cares. If it's blowing out, that's great news for everybody else on the team. He don't want to see that. He wants to see it blowing in. Yep, yep. I mean, Charlie Morton benefited from that yesterday, obviously. Only gave up three hits, seven, uh, seven scoreless innings. Uh, nine strikeouts, a great effort for him. We wanted that. That was that was the best thing to come out of yesterday. Um, you know, difficult one nothing loss. So see if they can bounce back uh, today. Still five and a half back of the Mets, uh, who are playing, who are hosting the Marlins this weekend. So they got some games with the Marlins. They're gonna pop up and have one or two with Houston. Play more with the Marlins, then they're gonna have two with Houston again. So I don't know. Maybe they get Dusty Baker kicked out. He got kicked out of a game recently. It's too bad. Yeah. When you were up there uh, in Chicago, did you go to Harry Carey's? Uh, no, couldn't get through the door. Really? No, couldn't. I mean, it's Cubs playoff. Cubs playoff. Oh, it was during the playoff time. Oh, okay, man, yeah, yeah. No, no. Well, there's you, two you, locations, but again, well, maybe the, then the it was just the one. You, you couldn't fight your way in, in the – oh, man, no, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Catch the one in the airport. That's the easiest one. Really that ain't a Harry Carey's. That's it. That ain't a Harry It's got the name. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. It's all it is. The name on it. you ain't gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna sit down and look over there and there's, you know. You don't know name who the might famous be. athlete next to you because they all go there. They right, go, but they go through the airport too. They, that's right. <laughs> they go through the airport because they know they can get to the restaurant. I'm just saying you hadn't been there. That's another one of those spots I take you to. Yeah. At night. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, we leave the game, go back, you know, freshen up, and whew, you just you just leave your watch at, in the hotel room. Because you you hang with me, okay. And we going we going we going. Now we can't have deep dish pizza right off the rip because that'll put you to sleep. <laughs> okay, we got a lot. We got, we got a big night of blues, man. Yeah, you okay, can't have that okay, heavy pizza right okay, away. Okay, you gotta get that. You know. Yeah, okay. Later on, or take a nap afterwards. <laughs> uh, we, had, we we throughout the show today. And by the way, again, thank you for making us a part of your Saturday morning. We obviously have been concentrating on the end of the NBA season. What Golden State did. Been talking about Steve Kerr as a as a coach and Steph Curry as a player and where they rank and all this sort of stuff. But there's a lot of other meat we left on the bone. Yeah, we did. And one maybe of the we'll th- get into it tomorrow. And one of the things <laughs> that you were thinking about was the post game comments. And the one that you stuck on was Clay Thompson's. Well, yeah. And, and why there was a need for that. I don't understand why, you know, I, I guess, you know, you can't legislate how someone should feel at a moment like that, but to say, take that haters. Yeah, I'm like, like what? You know, I mean, dude, you you already won a championship. You 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 just won another one, and I'm like, what is the deal? What is the deal? Well, okay, for, for those of you who didn't hear it, here it is. It's crazy. I'm on a I'm on cloud 109 right now, Lisa. I don't even know what to say. I'm just thankful to be here, man. This is crazy, Lisa. I can't even believe it. I knew it was a possibility to see it in real time. 
Holy cannoli. This is crazy. Holy cannoli. Okay, that's not the one where he was talking about, but again. <laughs> but, but you're saying our holy cannoli. Somebody oh, man, that's, gonna, they're already making shirts on that. There's going to be a pop-up shop somewhere. People gonna New start. York, I mean, he's going to have to copyright <laughs> that. He's probably too late. By the time he got off the, the yeah. day, somebody probably trademarked yeah. that. So, so then which one is Sam talking about? What else did he say? Where he was talking about the tweet that got him uh, from Jaron Jackson from Memphis. Oh, okay. I didn't you know, see that one. Well, okay. You, sh- you yeah, should to, have to, it up there. That's to the point that he would respond to it. I'm like, okay, but I mean, you, you're a champion, dude. I mean, and, and the thing of it is, you can't legislate how somebody should feel at that moment. You know, we know the backstory and the stuff that he had to go through, you know, to, to rehab just to get back out on the floor, you know, and be a part of it. And I'm sure he's thinking about all of those things at the end. But to me, the Somebody, uh, somebody tweet. I'm like, well, first off, what can anybody on the Memphis Grizzlies say yeah. to anybody on the Golden State Warriors? Well, I here's mean, the backstory, and I understand why he brought it up. A, he was probably sitting that game, wasn't in there, but Jackson he tweeted out their strength, you know, strength in numbers after they had just got beaten. Okay, so Memphis had beaten Golden State. That's why he brought it up, and he brought it up because it was a young player who didn't go through the playoffs much like Jason Tatum. Okay, who at 24? This is a young player who's popping off, who's sitting at home. So Clay had that run through his mind. But the bigger picture to me and my takeaway was, what was it? And I don't know that the question was posed like this. Where was the turnaround? Where was the point in this season that got you motivated that you remember? And why it wasn't asked like that. That's how I took that comment. Just like Steph Curry, who went up and made fun of of um, Dominic Foxworth and, and, and big old Kendrick Perkins doing this, you know, Certain circle, you know, uh, making a circle of a zero around their eyes, meaning Golden State is not going. They got a zero chance of winning at all. So Steph Curry remembered that and brought that up. So whatever the motivational thing is, and all athletes, especially the great ones, they find fuel from anywhere. The strangest places. I get what you're saying. Dude, you got the chip. You got the gold hat. Why you got to go and be picky on this dude? But I think he was just saying this was one of the things that pushed me to get where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, it was big, you know, for his teammate, Steph Curry. Uh, they, By the way, same time that he gets finally gets an MVP of a, of a final series, they retire his jersey back at his school, back at Davidson College, the number 30 is retired. And his coach, who to me is kind of like an East Coast version of Mark Few. He's been a, a you know, wow. Bob, Bob McKillop has been at that school 33 years. You would have thought years ago he would have gone to one of the ACC schools. People thought he would have gone to NC State or Virginia. He stayed at Davidson, just like few has remained at Gonzaga. When a lot right. of people thought he would go to UCLA or somewhere else on the West Coast, Gonzaga has, you know, gotten beyond that bracket buster. Yeah, he's built. Yeah, he's you know built. what I mean? And Davidson was always kind of that. Nobody wanted to see those guys in their draw of the NCAA tournament. You know, he knew they were going to be well coached. And as long as he had either Steph or his brother, or his, or his brother there, right. you're going to be in kind of trouble falling. But he is retiring after 33 years at Davidson at the same time. Well, again, I, I was sitting here. I was hard-pressed to think of another Davidson player. His brother. Well, okay, other than oh, the Currys, I'm saying. Seth never went to Davidson. Oh, so he, no, went to no, he went to Duke. He went to Duke. Sweet. Love you, Sam. No. Love you today. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, other than Curry, <laughs> yeah, who, who else went to that school? I don't know, but he always was able, able to get them to win. Yeah. Doesn't matter. How does the one he, that ain't that good gets to Duke and the one that's like an all-time great end up at Davidson? Because Seth was actually rated as a better player coming out of high school. Steph Curry was not a four-star or three-star. He was very, very underrated when he was being recruited. and He, he didn't have any major D1 offers. But after he blew up, then 
his brother got a little more recognition, but that's the whole thing. Steph Curry was not a, you know, bona fide major star. Kind of reminds me of the Williams sisters kind of in reverse. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Venus yeah, was yeah, going to be Venus the thing. Was, and Venus was now. She was for a minute. Well, she got eight eight grand slams? Something like that, yeah. But then sister came along there. <laughs> Lapped her. Yeah, but even even their father said in, in the, the long, short terms that they always knew Serena was probably the more talented one of the two. Just, Venus was just a little older. Serena was the meaner one. Yeah, but there yeah. was a quote he mm, said a long mm. time ago when Venus was number one. Venus's only challenge is going to be Serena. I'm trying to think of, as we were as we were going through that, I was trying to think of of siblings who played at the same time, where the competition was, you know, it was there was a stark difference between the two, and yet they both ascended to professional levels. I was trying to think of the last one, who Yankees manager. Boons, were, were they playing at the same time? Yeah, different ones. I'll tell you one. I don't. I can't believe I let it go. We got it going on right now. We got. In fact, we got it going on at one o'clock today. Contreras brothers, Wilson and William. Uh, one one on the Braves, one o'clock. on the Cubs. That's, that's two, two. You, you Central Time. These two times is two. I'm talking about the brothers anyway. Yeah. One o'clock there. <laughs> but the okay. fact that we got those two playing right now. Now, say what you will about whether they're stars or not. They're both on major league rosters. Oh yeah, and one got himself a ring. I think was Wilson. Uh, William, was, William was on that Cubs. I'm not sure if he was there in '06, but he's okay. been there for a minute as a catcher, and much like his brother, shows incredible power, but sporadically. You know what I mean? You want that all yeah. the time, man. Um, Wilson does it, and William does it too. But there are times where you go, man, if this guy could do this, he'd be in every day playing. But He's out of here. All right, we got to get on out of here. You know, Nick Hale's up next. He'll be Is talking he? about all this stuff. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And I got to get rid of this stuff here. Um, stuff that happened on this what day. Just, just insignificant nuggets. Unloaded, unloaded. Amelia Earhart made it across the Atlantic on this date. Okay. Before she disappeared. Yeah. I uh, talked about the Supreme Court ruling on Kurt Flood's thing. That was 72 on this day. Um, Bowie Kuhn stepped in and voided a bunch of Oakland A's from bouncing around before free agency really kicked in. Uh, birthdays today, George Mikan. Can you get, um, uh, while you're doing that real quick, um, switch to. Okay, there's a song here we're going to end with here. Um, another guy was born on the same day as this dude. We're going to hear something from that in a second. But Roger Ebert would have turned 80 years old today. Okay. At the, 80, mo- at the movies. 80 years old today. Happy 61st birthday. To the big cat, Andres Galarraga. Ah. 61. Very popular when he played here. Happy 42nd birthday to Antonio Gates. Okay. And this would have been Lou Brock's birthday. Ah. Today. We lost earlier Jack Buck. I talked about that. And uh, also, I wanted to get some Springsteen in. Clarence Clemens. Big oh, man. man. Big the, man with the saxophone. The big man was gone. Do you have that queued up ready to go? Not really? Okay, well, never mind. The other one I was going to have him play, Live and Let Die, it's McCartney's birthday. Ah. Paul McCartney and Roger Ebert were born on the same day. McCartney's, what, 80 now? They're both 80 years old. Well, one of them's 80. The other one would have been. Yeah. That's a rich dude. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a rich dude. And the crazy part about it is none of his music he owns. (laughs) (laughs) He don't own none of it. I think he tried to buy some of it back from Michael. Um Michael sold off a great bit of it, but he owns a ton of other stuff, and yet 
Beatles, not so much. Because it ain't just his. Right. He got to right. go and he got to get Yoko on the phone and he got to get Harrison's kid on the phone and Ringo and all them dudes got to agree on it. And for whatever reason, they have it. Anyway, uh, I like you have some yard work today, but I'm looking forward to game two tonight. Yep. Um, not only between the Braves and the Cubs, but also NHL. Yep. So we got that going on. And also want to remind you tomorrow. Sam and I will be here 6 to 10 doing our usual stuff, but we are going to bring in a new feature and we're going to spread this out like kudzu throughout the state, hopefully, but it depends on you folks. We want to start letting you know, those of you out there looking for a job, you know somebody who's looking for a job. I talk about the film industry and the jobs that are there. Sam regularly talks about uh, umpiring and, 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 and just officiating. And officiating jobs, period. But now we're going to do this for real. We're going to talk to various county, city officials to let us know their needs as far as first responders. And we're going to start tomorrow up in Pauline County and the fire department. You heard of Chief Brandon. We have him on the show all the time. Well, they got about 30 openings, 25 to 30, 30? openings Whoa. that they need filled. And he, better than anybody else, can articulate what they're looking for, who they're looking for, what you need to do to prepare yourself to... Um, enter into this job for us from soup to nuts. And that's Paulding County. The next week, we'd like to hear from those of you in Fulton or Gwinnett or Coweta, wherever it is. And let us know. Cities, counties, we're here for you. And we want to let folks know about these jobs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Having said, having said that, Eric, thank you for Eric's World. Another one tomorrow. Everybody else that uh, was part of today's show, from Dr. Dale Yake, Terrell Thomas, to Sean, <laughs> Sean Belegian and his abouts, all of that stuff. We want to thank him for being a part of the show. We will talk to you tomorrow. Have yourself a big day. Nick, Nick Kale is next. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.